welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, uh, Kathy. Uh, good how, morning. How are you doing uh, this morning here in... Uh, this is in November now and middle of November, right? <laughs> it's uh, fall time and, uh, uh, you know, moving into winter. Here we come. With, yeah, absolutely. Uh, you guys get a decent amount of snow, right? We do and, and thoroughly enjoy it, to be honest. I'm kind of prepping for this being, I have in my mind, this is going to be a big winter. We'll see if that is true or not, but, um. I'm mentally preparing for lots of snow, <laughs> which uh, my daughter-in-law, you know, uh, Josh and Emily moved back to New Hampshire now. And so we're excited about that. But we have um, we have been um, talking about how the fact that we need to dress her well for this because she hasn't yet experienced a full New Hampshire winter and she's got Texas blood in her. <laughs> Better get ready for, uh, it gets pretty cold up there. Absolutely. <laughs> That's a nice, nice thing about Colorado is it actually doesn't get cold much. Yeah. Uh, we have snow, but the snowstorms come and go, and then it goes back to being, you know, 50, even 60 degrees and sunny anyway. So it's, uh, mm -hmm. we have over 300 days of sunshine here. So even in the winter, it's very, very attractive. So I, I like the four seasons, but we like it in Colorado. <laughs> right, right. Well, we enjoy, you know, I, we always say there's no real bad weather. There's just bad clothing. So if you dress for it, you can still get out and play in it. <laughs> That's, it. That's right. Eventually. Uh, the only time it's not pleasant when it's super windy, that, then it's not fun. Yeah. Yeah. I don't do that either for yep. sure. Well, we, we've been talking about, uh, you know, again, the life of prayer, which is relationship. Uh, it's dialogue, conversation, seeking God's will. Um, last time we talked about um, asking for wisdom because we always need it all the time, 100% of the time. So uh, we don't know what's around the corner. We don't know things that God knows so that we're always in a spot where even though we think we might know, he says, well, I, you need to come and ask me anyway. Uh, right. Because I have something to say. And it's really just a simple heart issue. And that is, um, uh, what do you have to say about this? And I'm willing to receive your wisdom. And we said last time, I know that you'll get it to me mm -hmm. and I can trust it. You know, and so we're, we've talked about that uh, beautiful thing. Uh, now, one of the one of the things that we always obviously want to pray about and, and do pray about are things that are that are difficult for us mm -hmm. uh, circumstances adversity something isn't working um, I don't know I don't know how to handle this uh, this is a surprise to me this is this has a negative consequence to me what mm -hmm. what in today's world um, are you in your groups hearing as some of the difficulties that people are having what what are what would you characterize as some of the difficulties that people are having Mm, boy, there's all kinds of things in the circle that I run in right now. More of the difficulties, um, honestly deal with either, um, 
parents, like aging parents <laughs> and navigating some issues with that or things that are going on with their children. Yeah. Uh, because I do a lot of ministry with moms. And so these are these are the things that I do here the most. Um, I know in the CEO world, you work with a lot of CEOs. And so you hear a lot of the business issues and supply chains and employees and things like that. You right, know? right. Yeah. And the, uh, uh, you know, so yeah, the, uh, the family uh, is a big deal because, mm-hmm. um, you know, the, we know that families uh, are you know, have some dysfunction. We know that they are related to choices mm-hmm. uh, that people make, particularly even parents who are willing or not willing to do certain things and, and maybe right. and maybe having their own problems. Um, and things we have no control over. <laughs> right. Um, and um, children, adult children particularly, uh, that as we see it, and, and we know this, and this is in a sense a little bit how God sees it, we see that the choice they're making isn't a very good choice. Mm-hmm. And we would like to have them do something different. Right. And a lot of times, this is where a lot of couples, you know, getting getting uh, uh, difficulty, is they try to step into those lives and say, you should. Mm-hmm. And the kids almost do the opposite. Like, well, because, right. you, because you said that, I'm not gonna, you know. And, uh, and it causes conflict and friction and... Uh, there's issues, uh, obviously, with uh, economics. One of the big things that I'm experiencing uh, in terms of questions is inflation. Mm, is oh, yeah. um, the costs have gone up, and um, I don't have as much funds, what we call discretionary income, to be able to pay for certain things, and it's starting to put pressure on right. me financially. And well, and I even know people who you know. It's not even it's discretionary that, you know, what inflation has done. It's like now I'm making choices between do I pay this bill or do I feed my kids? That's right. You know, there are real issues going on here. That's right. Yeah. And then on uh, top of that is, you know, savings and investments. And uh, I thought I had a good plan, but I'm seeing things change and uh, the market isn't doing as well. And, uh, uh, you know, my business, uh, I'm concerned and worried about. Uh, supply chain, customer demand. Uh, I can foresee, you know, because by the way, uh, I, I was just reading an article this morning that uh, the major economists are saying, get ready, a recession, a pretty good recession For is, 2023. Is, is, is coming. Right. And when recession, um, you know, it, it, it means a couple simple things. One is that, um, uh, Things that you're used to having may not be there. One and mm-hmm. two is uh, jobs are cut, right? Um, and because of of things being remote these days, it, it's actually interesting enough. It's easier to cut jobs, and mm-hmm. to, and to just say, well, we're not going we're going to get by without it. And you know, you're remote anyway, so good luck to you. Uh, now, interesting enough, it it creates. When I'm remote with a company I work for, it's easy. When I'm remote and I got to find a new company, it's very difficult mm. uh, because oh, I that's interesting. because I'm physically not there. I can't go interview easily. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, we can do Zoom stuff, but it becomes more problematic because then then companies try. Well, ideally, I'd like somebody that, that operates closer to me as a first priority. Mm-hmm. So it becomes more difficult. So that uh, the economic concerns and financial concerns and 
relationship concerns, uh, husbands and wives and, and things that are going on. I mean, there's all kinds of difficulty. And what it does is produces a what I call a heaviness mm-hmm. because I think from where I can sit, the outcome is going to not be very good mm-hmm. and, it, and what it calls weighs on you. And, and when right. weighing on you, it's that you think about it a lot. Mm-hmm. And you, how do I fix this? How do I do? What do I do with this? And I don't see any big resolution. Okay, well, God tells us in prayer, there's there's some truth about what you do with this. So go to uh, Matthew 11 mm-hmm. uh, and read verses 28 to 30. It says, Come to me, all, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Yeah. So um, he says, well, first of all, for you who are experiencing mm-hmm. this heaviness. Okay, now, uh, this is Jesus speaking. What does he understand about us? We're going to have what? That we're going to have troubles. <laughs> we're gonna, you're going to have troubles. <laughs> and they're going to make us weary and burdened uh, and heavy so laden. he doesn't say if you have... Uh, if you're heavy laden, if you're burdened, stop it. Mm-hmm. He doesn't say that. Uh, again, right. that's what a lot of people think spiritually is, I shouldn't feel this way. Mm. Um, I shouldn't, I should just trust God, but I still am heavy laden because I still have this inner issue going on in my soul. And he stop says, stop there for just a second yeah. before you even go on to the, the solution, because I want people to understand what you just said. The number of people that I hear who truly doubt their own faith because they're feeling worried or heavy laden about something. Right. It's, I know I shouldn't. I know I shouldn't. And blah, blah. And they beat themselves up over that. And honestly, I think that is what the enemy uses to keep them from coming to the Father. Right. That's right. Because they, they take on this unworthiness because they're feeling heavy about these things. Yeah. And, and they feel bad about that. Yeah. And, and when you think about if I take that approach, my thought is what? I have to go fix this. Mm-hmm. Okay. If I am trying to fix this, what am I not doing? You're not allowing him to. And so then you're, you're actually going to be making it worse and yeah. it's going to get heavier and heavier. Yeah. Uh, he said, actually, you're going to make more mistakes and you're going to dig a deeper hole because mm-hmm. you're going to do things that are going to work against you. Uh, right. And again, you know, we've said this in Marius uh, uh, podcast before and in our courses, but uh, when we're in the flesh, not walking with him, Romans 8, 5 to 8, is that we have put to death the power available to solve things. Mm-hmm. We're at enmity against God, and, right. we, and we cannot please him. So that not only am I in the world you know, uh, struggling with the, what the world's throwing at me, but um, God isn't there to bring me to victory and because I'm, I'm working against him. So mm-hmm. uh, he said, instead of staying with this burden, which he said you're going to have, and it's okay, the first thing you do is what? Come to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, come to him. Now, think about what we're talking about in prayer. If you come to him with the burden, what? how do you approach that? It's really that question I feel like we say all the time, but what do you have to say about this? <laughs> yeah, um, and it's sharing, and you've talked about this before, mm-hmm. 
when we march in, it's uh, with an authentic heart. Yes. Okay, well, what's going yeah, on? Yeah, we don't have to dress it up and we don't have to come. Yeah, we just come exactly how we're feeling and experiencing things and share that with them and turn it back to him and what, what do you have to say? But authentically, this is how I'm feeling. This is what I'm experiencing. Right. Um, this thing that happened, this thing that I'm experiencing, this thing that uh, is a problem for my me and my family, my relationships, my church, my business, my finances, um, I'm really troubled by this. Mm-hmm. Um, because, and the reason fundamentally is, I actually don't see an easy solution to this mm-hmm. and maybe even a long-term problem here. Um, and it burdens me because um, I, it's hard for me to have joy thinking that this negative outcome is, is either here or coming. And he says, well, come to me, uh, talk to me about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell me what, where you are, why do you feel that way? Remember, there's no condemnation. Right. He doesn't say what's wrong with you. He said, come, come and talk to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then ask me, and, and this is what you said, while you're sharing with me where you are, remember, it's dialogue. And if it's dialogue, mm-hmm. I'm going to say to him, well, what do you say about this? Yeah. Okay, now, this is really cool because the, uh, the word here, uh, there's two statements about I'm going to give you rest, and they're two different words. Mm, okay. uh, the first one, come to me and I'll do what? What does he say? Come to me, all you are her weir- and I will give you rest. I'll yeah. give you rest. Okay, now, mm-hmm. uh, when? Just when you come. Mm-hmm. He says, um, what I'm going to do for you, just by you coming with me and talking to me. Mm-hmm. And he said, it's something that you don't quite understand but I'm going to release the pressure mm-hmm. that you're under by you just being with me, period. Mm. Oh, uh, that's good. Uh, I'm going to give you a certain, like, oh, uh, uh, oh, that's right. I'm with the person, the God, the, the, uh, the person, the, the uh, entity, the, the uh, relationship, the father that cares about me. Mm-hmm. And I know something about that. He's going to resolve this. I don't. I don't have any input yet. Uh, he's gonna. He's gonna tell us that next. But he said, just the fact that I came, mm-hmm. it gives me the release of the pressure because he said something happens that you begin to realize is I'm gonna resolve this, mm-hmm. and just that alone takes the pressure off. Right. Yeah. Right. And, and well, he, and we've all experienced that, right? Yeah. I mean, there, there is something just supernatural in that, um, the, the way that we feel his peace literally blanket us when we come to him. Right, right. And that's why in the, uh, by the way, um, when you're in small group, when you're in community, uh, one way is to share these burdens together. Mm-hmm. You come together, but you're not just saying, woe is me. Mm-hmm. And everybody around you is saying, woe is you. I feel sorry for you. Right. So that that's a big deal what you're talking about right there, because there's a difference. I've seen so many times in small group when we, you know, people go around and just share prayer requests and, and it's almost like a big gripe session. Right. I mean, that, but they genuinely want prayer. So I'm not 
I, yeah, I'm trying to not judge in that, but it's just, I'm going to dump my complaints and my hardships and my complaints and my hardships. And everybody says, okay, let's pray about that. And we'll go on our way. Yeah. And instead of like, there's seasons when we've come alongside people. I know I have a friend who, I don't know if I've shared this on here or not, but they have been dealing with immigration things and the difficulties. I mean, there's so many difficulties and the cumbersomeness of that system, but the very fact, you know, as they're walking in that, they were feeling so heavy, burdened, and, and they have a strong faith and have been praying and fasting over it and everything else, but they were doing it on their own and felt very alone in it. And we're, and one of the things we said is, you know what, this is, it doesn't need to be alone. Let's come together and not just pray, but then stop and listen and ask what God is saying and spend time processing. You know, you've taken us through verses about that, what, it, what that's like to actually spend dedicated time, really listening to the father on an issue and sharing with each other and just spending that time doing that. You know, they have said time and time again, that lifted the burden for someone to come alongside and not just hear their complaint, but then to go to the father with them and, and seek him on their behalf. And that is amazing too, I think. Right. Right. And that, and then when people, you know, they come to me and say, I'm heavy laden, I got this big problem. Usually that's why they come is that, Mm -hmm. I'm stuck, uh, and I'm, I'm overwhelmed really, I'm, by I'm it. I'm overwhelmed, and, yeah. and I'm discouraged. Nothing's happening. I pray, and nothing's happening. Uh, okay, I can completely understand where you are. Um, I tell you what, let let me go with you, and let's go to God together, mm-hmm. because Christ says if you just come to me, the pressure is going to get released automatically. Right. Uh, so I'm going to show you what that looks like. And I'm going to go with you. Not, I don't have any answers for you. Right. Um, and I'm not going to tell you what's wrong with and you. And even if I think I do, I don't need to share them. We need to all just go to the Father's feet. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Even yeah. even when, and, and again, this is true. I know a lot of times, yeah, you caused this on your own because you never sought mm-hmm. God. I said, yeah, but it's not, don't, let's not, it doesn't matter. That's not uh, where we need to stay. <laughs> let's, let's go to God and, and see what he has to say. And then you, as you start to realize that he's going to guide you into his resolution, it takes the pressure off because you now Absolutely. have gone to the one that can resolve the issue. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's what prayer is all about yeah. is, well, I'm going to go to you because you have the answers. Why don't I, why don't, mm-hmm. what a privilege is that? Right. Um, I'm going to go there. Okay. So then he says, just come to me, just be in relationship, start talking to me. Let me talk to you. Uh, he says, now, uh, take my yoke upon you and learn of me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, uh, the picture here is, um, uh, think of, uh, uh, oxen or think of horses. Uh, they get into what's called a harness mm-hmm. and they yoke together where they're, they're tied together and they really can't move out of it because they're right. yoked together with, with each other. So like, for example, I don't know if you've ever seen this, probably have. Uh, at Christmas time, uh, Budweiser has a advertisement mm-hmm. of a, a, uh, two Clydesdales right. uh, drawing a sleigh. Mm-hmm. Um, and, they're, and you can see it if you pay attention the next time you see it, but you'll see they're yoked together. Right. Um, okay. Uh, well, a friend of mine uh, who's an executive at Budweiser, I asked him the question because it was such a beautiful ad. Uh, how does that work? Mm-hmm. I said, they're in perfect step. He said, well, let me tell you. He said, uh, we take a, a rookie 
young Clydesdale, mm-hmm. and we put them with a master Clydesdale. Oh, interesting. And uh, it takes two years for them to learn to get in step with the one that knows how to do it. Mm. Um, and he said they're constantly trying to pull away. Mm-mm. They're constantly <laughs> stumbling. They're constantly not in step. And it doesn't work very well when they're not in step. But they all of a sudden, they begin to realize, if I get in step, it's a lot easier. Mm. And then they learn it. Um, and so what you what you see on TV are you actually see a master that already has learned it, and now you see right. you see a young one that has learned it, and they're in perfect step. And then we take that one that's learned it, and we put him with the next rookie, right? And teach him. What that. a beautiful example! Yeah. Uh, that's awesome. And that's what that's what yoking together is all about. And so uh, he says, you know, put my yoke. In other words, stay with me. And learn to get in step with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know it's going to take time. That's why he says the term, and learn of me. Mm-hmm. It's not like, come with me and just do everything I tell you to do. He says, I know <laughs> that you're mm-hmm. not going to be that good at it. Uh, I'm going to teach you. And all I'm asking you to do, don't pull away from the yoke. Mm-hmm. Stay with me, stay with me, stay with me, stay in prayer, stay in dialogue. Let me help right. you understand it. Why isn't this working? Yeah, you really haven't learned all that I have to say about this. You haven't learned right. all that I have for resolving it. But stay with me and I'll show yeah. you that. And then he says this. Uh, if you do that, and mm-hmm. he's implying because of, it takes time, um, I'll give you rest for your soul. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, it's different than the first rest. The first rest is I just took the pressure off. Okay. But your soul is still troubled. Mm. Because you aren't sure yet, is this really going to be resolved? Am I really going to get a resolution? Am I really going to experience freedom and, and this thing's going to be resolved? He said, when you yoke with me, you'll learn that it's true. Mm-hmm. And it comes to your ah, freedom, mm. complete, complete. Oh, shalom. that's beautiful. Uh, it's yeah. really it's beautiful. That's why it's two different Greek words here, and that, and there's two different actions. Well, first of all, just come to me. Put your burden on me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can handle it. Stay with me. Yoke up with me. Let me show you that I can resolve this issue for you that causes right. you the burden. Mm-hmm. And what is that going to require? Wisdom. Don't presume anything about what you should or shouldn't do. So like, for example, mm-hmm. you know, you talked about um, family issues. And this is this is going to be something we're going to process further. But uh, let's say you have a adult child that is making a lot of mistakes. Right. And they're causing you trouble. And they're even coming against you. Uh your prayer, generally speaking, to God would be what? God changed them. Right. So they act properly. Mm-hmm. And then our family would be good. And my relationship would be good. Because I know I know what they should do. So you can make it happen, make it happen. And God says, well, uh, so you're asking me to violate somebody's free will and just, <laughs> and just force them 
to act properly. That's what I want. Mm. Uh, well, I need to show you something about that. Is that, and he says, and this is what I try to help people with, is that he said, take that all the way. Wouldn't you then ask me to do that for everybody in the world? Right, and, and because just, wouldn't our heart be that everyone would simply yeah, and just, come to him? And right. just make it all right? He said, no, remember, you're living in a world controlled by the enemy, handed mm-hmm. over to by Adam and Eve. You have a sinful nature. You have self-centered people around you that have free wills. I don't go around manipulating everybody, but rather I can give you an answer to how you can have joy and freedom in the middle of that problem. Mm-hmm. Um, and things that you might be able to do, by the way, that might lead them to a different path on their own, which can benefit them, but they mm-hmm. may they may choose not to. Uh, that's why it's always, we said it's a path, not a destination. Right. It's not, okay, when you fix all that with my pro- with my family, it'll be good. He said, well, how about if I just give you resolution and we take it step by step by step based on what? Well, their free will choices of you're going to say something or do something, and they might say, I don't accept that, or I don't want to do that, or I'm still going to oppose you. God said, oh, that's okay. I can still give you an answer to that because mm-hmm. guess what? Yoke with me. And I'll solve every problem you got. Mm. And you'll learn it and you'll find rest for your soul, which, by the way, when I find rest for my soul, the next time I have a burden, what do I do? Well, you know, you know how the rest came before. So you're going to come back to his feet. I think I'll go to him. Yeah. And I'm going to go through the same process. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go to you. I'm going to get I'm going to get pressure released. I'm going to stay with you until you resolve the problem. And see, the more and more and more you do that, the easier it is to stay in that mode. I'll go to you. Well, and honestly, even just him choosing the word learn there implies that it is a process. And so we need to recognize it's a process. And in that process will be some failures and some back steps and forward steps and all of that. But staying with him is the big deal. Yep. Yep. And now go to 1 Peter 5, 5 to 11. That kind of tells us a little bit more about that. So you know, cast it upon me uh, and let me uh, solve the issue for you. Go to 1 Peter 5, 5 to 11. It says, likewise, you younger people, submit yourselves to your elders. Yes, all of you be submissive to one another and be clothed with humility. For God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Therefore, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God that he might exalt you in due time, casting all your care upon him, for he cares for you. Be sober, be be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, walks around like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Resist him, steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same sufferings are experienced by your brotherhood in the world. But may the God of all grace, who called us to his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after you have suffered a little while, perfect, establish, strengthen, and settle you. To him be the glory and the dominion forever and ever. Amen. Yeah. Uh, so again, it's pretty, it's pretty simple. Uh, he says, uh, uh, cast your cares upon him because why? Mm-hmm. Because he cares for you. Hey. He can be trusted with them. Um, I'm your loving father. I care for you. Mm-hmm. About what? I want to see this resolved. Everything, yeah. So that you live in the kingdom of righteousness, peace, and joy. I want to bring you freedom. I want to bring you resolution. And I can do it. See, I have the power to do it. And your role is to do what? 
It's give, simply to stay with me and yeah. Give me the problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, now stay with me so I can, I can lead you into the resolution of it. Right. And he says, it's going to be full of grace because um, I will give favor. The word grace there is I'm going to bring resolution and favor mm-hmm. to your situation. And, and, the, and it's at the very, very pure level of why? Because <laughs> I care for you. Right. He, he says, you know, it's, it's not some spiritual, uh, you know, theology that you should, you should, you should. It's rather, you know what? I know, I know you got problems. Mm-hmm. I, and I care about those problems and I can solve those problems. And all I'm asking you, instead of you figuring it out, by the way, <laughs> which means you'll make it worse. Right. If I was you, just give them to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'll lead you into the resolution mm. and, and I will assure you that I'm going to get grace. I'm going to give you grace, favor, because I will, which by the way, if I believe that, I believe that he cares for me and that he can resolve it, what would I do? Then I would do it every time, right? Well, why not? Uh, mm-hmm. And the more that you learn it, and that's why he says, come and learn of me, is right. practice, practice, practice. And again, the first time it's hard. Right. I haven't experienced this before. I prayed about it. Nothing happened. Um, I thought God was supposed to take care of all believers. He's not taking care of me. Mm-hmm. And I said, yeah, I know, because you're not learning to come to him. You aren't learning to yoke up with him. And you haven't learned to hand over your cares to him right. and let him resolve it. When you learn this, and I'll help you, you'll you'll see, you know what? I'm going to do this all the time. <laughs> Yeah, I love um, in this passage, um, it it goes back and it talks about God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. And the humility there, I think, is a big deal to talk about in this, because the reality is it takes humility to come to him. Yes. Because and and the rest of the world culture will tell us we are strong and capable people. We should be able to take care of ourselves. We can do this. We are smart. We can figure this out. Just try harder. Just do more. Just 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 and puts it all on you. And um and honestly, sometimes the more successful you are, the harder it is for you to recognize your dependence and to come in humility to him to solve it and not to trust your own your own devices, your own um, information, and even intellect on it. Amen. You know. Yep. Yep. And then, by the way, uh, it's it's when you learn it, you realize that's way better. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, let me go there. So, uh, as, yeah, we, and- as we end this session, we'll uh, pick it up again next time. Talk more about this, and then uh, how further we pursue, you know, this this beautiful aspect of prayer that we have somebody that is not only loves us, cares about us, but has the power to deliver uh, and mm-hmm. over, overcome and let, let him lead us, which is why we need to be in the kingdom seeking his will. Uh, so we'll, we'll pick this up again uh, next time. And uh, again, Father, we, just, we do praise you and thank you that you care for yes. us. We re- receive that and may we experience that and then live it out to see that you love us so much that you want to bring resolution and we can trust it. And we thank you in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you for joining us, everyone. Have a great afternoon. Yep. We'll see you then. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments 
and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.